0: bell from uh, Doug ring my bell bell thanks for being like a like a fan a supporter and taking part in like the whole viral thing that we're doing about getting ring my bell back on TV it's like really important like to help people who are out of work and stuff but um okay this is uh, uh yo the good new- oh yeah CNZ. Uh Sianzi's like a journalist I think he works for like CNN or something uh he like covers news and all that stuff and uh changed his channel name to unique. But it's like I didn't know what it was at first, cause unique is with a U, but this is Y-E-W. And then there's like a, a space. N-E-E-K. Um, so it's unique. And um, just go to his live stream because everyone there is just gonna watch Kyle be awesome. You know, so unique. It's not CNZ anymore, CNZ was like the old name, bye-bye, change it. You know, uh, but it's really cool that like you're, you moved away from like CNN or wherever you were before. Cause I know that those guys were good, but it's good that you got like your own network now um, and you're leaving like CNZ TV and going to Unique on YouTube. Uh, there's a lot of startup costs with YouTube. I know Chibi uh, takes like 40% of like my shirts and stuff because of all the YouTube charges for like starting up. So it's really cool that you're doing that. Uh, i don't have a youtube channel i just kind of do his but the live streams are probably cool because you get to sit there and like do the news and talk to people um i guess you're in the same room so you could like they could come up on stage with you i'm not sure how it works but it's really cool so uh sianzi changed his name uh the, of the channel and it's now unique and uh welcome to his live stream where just like you just can like watch kyle like make a bell and be awesome like, Every time he does that, it's going to be like, in honor of like our friendship. Uh, you know, uh, Doug Bell, ring my bell, um, for, for CNZ. and
1: What is good? Welcome to the live stream. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and donate. The preferred way of donating is hitting the Streamlabs link in the chat. Let's see some Streamlabs donations, you broke motherfuckers. What's good? What's up? What's poppin'? How was your day? You purposely wait at least five minutes? No, you just wait that long because you're a lazy Mexican. Well, I am here. We're about to get into that in a little bit. (laughs) What was good? How was your day today, niggas? Mad dubs on Warzone. Extreme. Although, something tells me probably tomorrow or Thursday, they're going to change that back to regular Rebirth. I just can't wait for them to drop the new goddamn map already. Let's do it. They did it there. And we're going with a theme of that today, because the AIU video I'm going to play is about um, woke cartoons. Do you agree with Doug Bell. I swear I only gave the nigga two lines. Two fucking lines to read. He turned it into a fucking 18 minute fucking seminar video. By the way, Jim and Sam got extended until November 1st. Which leads me to believe they've been in negotiations this whole time and they couldn't make a deal because like I said, the problem is Sirius XM is firing radio shows or reworking their contracts to hire them as podcast and Jim Norton is not going to go 50-50 with Sam Roberts. What do I think of the F. Biden chant in NASCAR? Uh, I would think, duh. (laughs) If there's ever a crowd to chant F. Biden, it would be at NASCAR. This must be the last contract renewal for Jim and Sam. It was like watching the BLM riots. You like his music, but not the AIU videos anymore. Why not? And his music, didn't he used to work for Adele? I think he worked for Adele and he used to work for Pixar. AIU did he worked for Pixar and he did something with Adele the singer Adele maybe like her video or something or mix something for her I forget but no. I think he get he actually got fired from Pixar for his YouTube videos We keep getting BT channel ads <laughs> Like I said my only one complaint about the movie The Many Saints in Newark Is that chick telling him, in front of the ocean, she fucked a black guy. Not just a black guy, his mortal enemy who killed his crew. How dumb could a bitch be? Back when she was plump and juicy. Social media went down today. I was wondering why Facebook wasn't working. Apparently it was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail. Which means I just watched Eagle Eye on Netflix today, people. Something happened. The government did something. All those different platforms don't go down at, the, at the, on the same day without some shit going down. By the way, I never do not give a spoiler talk. If it's out, it's out. You have the chance to see it. I'm going to spoil it. Sorry. What's up app also went down, but I don't have that. What the fuck is what's up app? The whistleblower goes to Congress this week about Facebook. After that football game last night, I finished watching. Watching it, I got my whistle blown. A-kadoosh! Bing, ding, doo!
2: What's
1: up, Jason Mosh? By the way, uh, on Twitter, fucking... <laughs> Mersh and uh, Porcelain were going back and forth. Think like, oh, think you guys... By the way, Porcelain's biggest documentary, and he confirmed this, is going to be about Mersh. Because Mersh puts, ah, oh, that's embarrassing, that's your big new Kalusha. I bet you have a bunch of the little folders all organized. Because it started out like this um, Porcelain posted uh, this video to Twitter, then we're going to get into the Kumia thing. Wendy, when are you ever just chilling?
0: Our community. Take it from me now. Mark my words. You have never, ever, ever actually been attacked by us. As a matter of fact, our community has been under the strictest instructions not to engage in gay ops, not to flag people, not to attack people, not to get them deplatformed, and not to go after anybody in your peripheral.
1: You're talking about Owen Benjamin right now, by the way.
0: As of today, I'm lifting those restrictions. Take it from me
1: And then he goes That's embarrassing That's your big nuke Holy shit I bet you have a bunch of little folders All organized in your computer With the names of all the internet people You don't like Nah man I just don't care Who like this guy And then Porson says Of course I have a dossier I've been prepping for that Big merch documentary For two years now But I mean That's the big nuke I mean you instructing your audience to do gay ops, to flag Owen Benjamin videos that didn't get him kicked off of um, YouTube. I mean, you did do that. He lost weight. That's from a while ago. It's pronounced dossier. Dossier. Is dossier, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, could be a thing. Boom. Dog. That was a while ago.
3: Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of Paulie Walnuts, I do have my review. I know a lot of people are waiting for my review of The Many Saints of Newark, which I did see over the weekend. And I got to tell you, it's fantastic. It's one of the... Best prequel, sequel things I've ever seen. It explains so much. The characters are great. I was at the edge of my seat the whole time. Nah, I wasn't. What a steaming pile of shit this was. Steaming pile of shit. I get, I get caught every time. I, I get my hopes up, I watch the trailer, these trailers, they, ought to, they really, it's all just pure false advertising, trailers. They cut it in a way and they're like, oh, what's that? Ooh, what happened there? And then you watch the movie and you're like, oh yeah, that was, either they take the best parts of a movie and just shove them in a trailer. What's
1: trail? the best movie trailer ever? And I think it has to turn out that the movie was actually good. I would say 300. Or
3: uh, they misrepresent what you're seeing in the trailer by cutting it together in a way where you're like, oh, okay, that didn't really happen that way. Or uh, The worst part of The Many Saints of Newark is the, the boringness. It was a bore- Nothing happened. There wasn't any real story to it. Not You're like, all right, this is the Dicky Multisano story. The story of Christopher's dad, Dickie and uh the, story of the early days of Dickie. the uh the soprano kind of um uh family. Uh, the people that we were familiar with from from The Sopranos, uh, getting together, which we knew back by the '90s.
1: Ooh, Independence Day, another good
3: one. And and whatnot, in uh, early 2000s that they show on the TV show, what they'll turn out to be, uh, and you kind of wanted that. You don't get it. You get an occasional glimpse of a caricature of those. Characters that we we saw, knew and loved or hated from uh, the Sopranos, in a, uh, presented to you in a cheap SNL sketch kind of way. Uh, that doesn't make sense. It was it was pure fan service, as they call it. uh I like like I love Red Letter Media. I fucking love their reviews of things, and whenever they I review a the Star movie. Wars movie, uh. There's one guy. Who's the guy who's kind of Although like round and, and has a high voice? <laughs> yeah. Ri- not Rick Richie, Richie. I don't know.
1: Terminator 2, a Guns uh, N' Roses soundtrack? He,
3: he just goes, they, so as they're the showing the movie, one. he goes,
1: oh, an ad. It!
3: Look, it's the Millennium Falcon. And you're supposed to just love it just because of that. You know? And that's what this was. Like, ah, Paulie Walnuts, that's all I was thinking. Look, Junior says your sister's cunt. That's what we want to see. And I think the people that thought that it was a good movie, like, bought into that. Oh, look,
1: it's Syl with his wig. <laughs> You're like, no. Just to defend myself, like I said, I only saw The Sopranos, the series, once. And I wasn't that in depth watching it. I just watched it. That's why I liked the movie. No, open your eyes. That doesn't make a good movie. It's junk. Although I did say it. Like movie I said, no real
3: storyline. It's supposed to be about uh, Dickie Moltisanti, Christopher's dad. And it was the most surface. No substance to it at all. Like I said, no real storyline. And you were supposed to see how Dickie Moltisanti, who who Tony Soprano brought up in The Sopranos a few times, as literally, he said he was his mentor. This was the guy that transformed Tony from a a, a kind of, I don't know, a, a dummy kind of football player, high school Didn't really do much. Into, like, set him on the course to what he would become. A mob boss. Whatever the fuck. And from this movie, I think they spent ten minutes together. I think they spent ten minutes together. True. And it was not a a heavy ten minutes. It, it, It was so unsatisfying. You have left me unsatisfied. Unsatisfying and uh, unnecessary. Like when you, when you make a, a, a prequel to something, which kind of sucks right from the get go, a prequel, because you know, there's no real mystery. You're like, uh oh, is he in trouble? Is he going to get killed? No, you know he's not going to get killed because it's a prequel. Why is my phone on? My volume. Hell was I thinking. So you know nothing's going to happen to him. So that suspense is gone. And uh, like like I said, the Tony and and Dickie Moltisanti thing was supposed to be this big part of Tony's life. Dickie Moltisanti, oh my God. And it it was nothing. And here's my fucking take on the Tony Soprano story.
1: Next Tuesday. (sighs)
3: Story angle in The Many Saints of Newark. They cast Michael Gandolfini, James Gandolfini's son. Uh, James Gandolfini, just a monstrous presence on screen. Uh, you, you could not, I defy. I think when you look at roles that people have played in movies, TV shows, whatever, and you always go, wow, I, I can't imagine anyone else playing that role. I don't think you'll find a situation that represents that more than Tony Soprano being James Gandolfini. There's no one who could have done that and made it as perfect as James Gandolfini did. Uh, He was just a great actor. He he grabbed that part up and played it to a T. Now you get his son, Michael Gandolfini. You're like, all right. I could see a resemblance. I thought he did a good job. You know, like Frank Sinatra and Frank Sinatra Jr. <laughs> but uh, is the charisma there? Is the the acting chops? Now, granted, it's the kid's—he's a young guy. He hasn't had the experience in acting. This is pretty much his first gig. I saw him in that uh, Jersey Down the Shore movie with James Gandolfini, that shitty indie movie I watched the other night from um, the early 2000s, mid-2000s, I think, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and And he was in it, he was five years old on a carousel. <laughs> Like that's that I'm was not his acting in experience. Uh, Red bars. James Gandolfini birth. probably went. Yeah, put him in a fucking
1: carousel. It'll be uh, interesting. And uh, by the way, I like the movie. But if you didn't like the movie, he's not responsible for the writing of the movie. I thought he did a good job playing his dad. Then he he has to play
3: young Tony Soprano. You're like, oh, that's a tough nut right there. And I don't think he did very well. And it looked like just kind of a prop, like a publicity thing. Hey, by the way, Michael Gandolfini, James's son, is in it. It seemed like what they did was they filmed these various vignettes, little moments where Tony was with people. That you go look. It's Carmella! And you're like, oh, see, I get it. And, and it, then they shoved those into a shitty movie. Like, all right, here's Tony at a phone booth. He's calling uh, Dickie and someone else, and we could put Carmella there, and we'll put what's-his-name from fucking Vesuvio. We'll put him there, Artie. Artie Buko with hair. And, and, then, and then and then we'll room? uh yeah. Alright, put it right there. Just shove it. Shove it in the movie there. Oh, look, we got Tony. He's he's bouncing a basketball, and Dickie's just killed his dad in the fucking garage. Yeah, right, shove that here. Shove that in there. It more like him than it any was of the young actors b- Like blatantly it was shoehorned in just to say, look, Tony suppressed. That's fan service. The whole any scene with Tony in it was pure fan service. They had him with um, Richie. Uh, uh, no, not Richie. Um, um, uh, Jackie. Jackie Sr. Jackie Aprile Sr. And, and, and it was like, oh, okay. None of it mattered. None of it gave you any insight into Anything. And and please stay on the line if you got a call. I'd like to see other people's uh, uh, take on this. But uh, it added nothing. Then, and, and a lot of people thought this would be my biggest issue with it, and it wasn't. Like, I understand. I can watch movies that uh, feel they have to be woke. Here we go. I, I initially, you know... I go, eh, fuck, okay. But if the movie's good, if the story's good, the writing, the acting is good, I'll deal with that shit. Want AJ? But this is, is just, it's a shitty movie. Now. And the other shitty angle to it was, yeah, the woke Pranos. It was, it was woke. The
1: are fucking frozen, uh, frozen?
3: African-Americans frozen. in the Sopranos TV show had a very limited role. They were relegated to uh, being second-class citizens to the sopranos, or a crooked um, community organizer when they put together that housing um, thing, the HUD, HUD deal, uh, and, and drug dealers and crackheads and props for the Italians to drop end bombs and, and, you know, not give any respect to. Uh, which was accurate. That's an accurate portrayal. Anyone who would be mad at that, why why don't they get a better... Well, because it's from the Italian mafia perception of people. So they're going to look at women as whores, and they're going to look at black people as fucking animal that they have to, you know, use occasionally, but don't ever give respect to. Well, I'm watching this fucking the Many Youth Saints.
1: got conquered by the blacks.
3: It's in Newark, Sissy, and they're at know. the pork store. It's Satriali's. <laughs> and a black guy just walks in the back door. He just walks in to conduct business. This isn't even like a big guy either. This isn't like a black guy like that has a f- 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 mob thing or th- just walks in and no one goes, "What the fuck are you doing in here, you?" <laughs> well, bleep. It, it was it was this um, kind of 2021 PC'd up version. There's a scene they were supposed to be. I think the initial idea that David Chase had was let's take some of these Soprano characters and put them back in time to the late 60s and the Newark riots. The Newark riots had a lot of impact on business and a lot of things that happened in, uh, in, in Newark.
1: I thought it did the black thing because remember that episode when Tony brought his son back to the old neighborhood and it was filled with blacks? It showed the beginning of that at the end of the movie. And I think that was his initial idea.
3: But then when they started realizing that people wanted more of a Sopranos thing, they didn't want just the characters doing something that they really didn't give a shit about. They want a little insight. They want to show, maybe show some of the old stories that the guys would talk about in The Sopranos and recreate those uh, in, in the early uh, 70s, uh, late 60s, early 70s. And they, they could not get that right. They got the prop deal. They figured they'd put in uh, uh, Tony, which he would have been seven, eight years old in the late 60s. So that didn't work. He couldn't be a, a player in those days. So they had to bring it forward a little bit. But then because it was supposed to be a Newark riot thing, it was going to involve the black people. So then even though the Newark Riots were literally a split second in this movie, it was like, ah, the riots, ah, all right, it's over now. <laughs> it was supposed to be like the gist of the movie originally It was supposed to be the riots. And by the way, the, the special, special effects aren't very special, Beavis. It was, the special effects were terrible. The, the cinematography and, and the filming of The Sopranos was way superior to what I saw in this major motion picture. When when, when they were showing the, um, the protest, because apparently what started the uh, uh, Newark riots was uh, cops dragged this black guy out of a cab and beat the shit out of him, and then rumor had it they had killed him, and it started the riots. So uh, the riots were like people holding these signs that looked... Just like these prop painted signs, they didn't look real. In front of a police station, it looked like a high school play of a riot, of a, a demonstration. A
1: high school musical? It didn't
3: have a big kind and of sprawling riot Godfather? thing to it. Um,
4: yes, yes, E-Rock. You're talking about how bad seen. this movie looked. Oh, yeah. There's one scene where, I'll just say that Dickie's driving, I guess it's to the auto parts store with, uh, with his dad. Yes. A third of the screen to the left is supposed to be dark, but like a view of Newark burning Yeah. while they're driving into the... It's an aerial shot looking down, driving in, but it takes up so much of the screen. I didn't even pay attention to the car. I'm just looking at the city and it's a backdrop or or a green screen still photo because there's no fire fluctuation. There's no no smoke. And this is a long scene as he's driving slowly into there and then around into the garage. You're just looking at him like... There's just a tapestry hanging in the background. It was,
3: yeah, it was done very poorly. And then when he's driving away from that autopilot. Not only
1: is Iraq fatter, he's starting to lose his hair.
3: It's on fire, and they have the flames in the window. It looked like, all I thought of actually was was, when George Costanza's car catches on fire, the... the, um, the uh, who's whose car uh, what was it, fucking uh,
4: uh, John Voight's. Boyce. Yeah, John Voight's yeah. car, and you see the reflection
3: you know, of no the voice flames voice in the woman's mirror, and she goes, "Your car's on fire." That's how fake it looked. It looked
4: like those fireplaces they sell in the furniture stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, have fake have the fake fireplaces,
3: fireplaces. Yeah. there should have just been a round disc with flames on it, slowly <laughs> turning with a light behind it,
4: rainbow colors. <laughs> uh, the other question I had was, this, "This is how fat E-Rock is."
1: It was raining in New York. He wore a hoodie. But he was so hot, he had to pull up the
4: sleeves on the hoodie. Because uh, he's so insulated by blubber. Tony's on the bus, and he's talking with another kid, and they get off, and they go smoking. Is that Artie? Because he said, my father wants me to take over the restaurant.
3: Yeah, Artie Bucco. Was okay. the,
4: he, the
3: guy you saw with Tony most of the time when they were one-on-one was his good friend, Artie Bucco. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was it. And uh, it just... Dude... Like I said, boring. It didn't add anything. The characters were caricatures. The story didn't have, like I said, Tony was supposed to be influenced so much by Dickie. And and, no, and, and then the, the twists you get, you're like, oh, ooh, who gave a shit? I got to see Junior yell, uh, your sister's cunt, twice. We got to see Sill with a wig or a comb over uh, joke three times. Uh, Paulie was a... carry. Paulie wasn't... I remember on the show, Tony so many times talked about how scary Paulie Walnuts was. Oh, my God. My father, he said, my father Johnny used to say, you be good or I'll I'll send you to Uncle Paulie. I'll get Uncle Paulie after you. And he goes, you scared the shit out of us. He's literally getting a manicure. The scariest
1: person in the movie was John Barenthal who played Tony Soprano as his dad. And I hate John Barenthal as an actor, but he did a great job in this though. One scene. And then he's like He seemed like the craziest, most racist, scariest nigga out of them all. I just bought this jacket. What do you like he's acting like a funnel. a mustard colored
4: suit while they're yeah. sitting in the lounge. It looks terrible. It 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 none of the characters were act- I look they Todd
1: shouldn't have gotten fat. Actually portrayed in this, they could have did that better if they didn't bring in Fat Todd. Um, and I got, I got fat, like they should role. have been,
3: like like worthy of the burrito. the characters that they were in the uh, in the TV show. It was that fucking bad. I swear to you, tw- about between fifteen and twenty minutes in, uh, me and Missy are watching it, and and between fifteen and twenty minutes in, I go. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't see this getting better. You just know, and it's so disappointing. You want to like it. Like, I'm like, oh.
4: Through all of that, you realize as you get to the end that it was just a 90 minute teaser.
3: For, for whatever they want to maybe do next. Yeah.
4: Yeah. To whole, do a black, I said
3: that too. There definitely is a part two coming. Black Mob Show. There's going to be an HBO Black Mob Show like they did with The Wonder Years. They're going to take... <laughs> it's going to be well, the...
1: they're going Black Mob Show. I think they're going to go second movie. But.
3: Fucking Black Pranos and they're <laughs> just going to do a black, of black version of The Sopranos. That's all I saw there was a uh, kind of a lead up to a sequel. Of yep. a prequel,
4: and you knew you knew if they didn't use the uh, the, the uh, was the A one woke up this morning as the intro for it. And you're like, oh, it's the ending of the movie before yeah. the movie even was going. You had a different theme at the beginning. You go, oh, so they're going to use it at the end, right? And then yeah, there it was and there it foreshadow what's coming. And it just it's uh, so uh, I kind
1: of I like the Irishman. I only watched it once. It it was okay, as long as fuck. And and the fact that.
3: Dickie Moltisani had like liked a
1: c- Al Pacino playing um, the dude who went missing.
3: ...get ch- uh, cucked by the black guy. He's got this Gumar, off-the-boat Italian girl, and, and she... By the way,
1: was that played by Penelope Cruz, who's Spanish?
3: Fucks the the black opponent of... of Dickie like, like first of all when does that happen secondly she tells him this they're walking down the beach together and she decides to tell this sociopathic murderer that she
1: knows by the way I like the El Camino understanding um, there will be a series coming forward because they're going to have to go back to the universe where Jesse you have to remember in the Breaking Bad universe Jesse Pinkman is the only one who can cook the blue meth. That, trust me, after Better Call Saul's done, they finish that, a couple of years will go by, then Amy will throw a bag of money and be like, you know, Jesse used to chill in Alaska. You can get a series going here. He'll need to work because his fucking after breaking Bad career completely failed. I always said they should call it, um, what was his name? Captain Cook. The way is a sociopathic murderer that she fucked your
3: rival, black guy rival that you want to kill and thought everything would just be okay. Like that was so out of the realm of anything you could even suspend disbelief for. But they had to fucking stick it to the guineas, didn't they? Look, a black guy's fucking your chick. They had to fucking do that. Had to go there. It's
1: 2021. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you guineas? They got the really hot chicks from Italy. They keep having to use Spanish chicks. Penelope Cruz. And I think, remember that episode of Sopranos where you saw that hot chick from Italy, Tony Soprano did? I think she was Spanish in real life, too.
3: God. I can't believe they didn't have uh, fucking uh, present day. They should have went to present day, and had fucking uh, uh, who who could who still alive uh, at that? Paulie, just have Paulie Walnuts going. I gotta clean the George Floyd statue. This is Ross degrading.
1: Made a why? Why you,
3: you shouldn't have to do this a to a hero like George Floyd. He's got a toothbrush. He's cleaning the paint off of
1: George. No, F- no, no. It, it no, it wouldn't work. But I like it as a movie, and like I said, it just needs a part two. It needs a three-movie thing. We don't need a fucking series out of it.
3: Floyd's face. That's what like. That's what they were leading up to. They, the big part when she tells him on the beach that she fucked the, his black rival.
1: Uh, and that's And the- mainly because it's a prequel. I don't know if you can series a prequel. It, Cobra Kai works because it's after the Karate Kid movies.
3: Only time you had f-
1: in little stories, side shit, and things like that. It's not a prequel.
3: Here, the end bomb dropped. He just finally, you know, says uh, the end bomb. And I'm like, they would have been saying that looking at the TV at the Newark riots, th- which they show in, in, the, in the movie. Uh, there's one point where Dickie's driving his car through Newark or whatever it's supposed to be. It looks like fucking horrible Universal backlot. And he gets hit in the head with a rock or something. And he's bleeding. He gets out of his car.
1: During the riot. And
3: he's like, what the fuck? And there's black people walking around looting and rioting and stuff. Not a peep out of him. They start shaking his car up and down to try to tip it off. He pulls his gun out and he goes, get the
1: fuck away from my car. By the way, the people were shaking his car. I we're all white people, by the way, which is odd. You fucking...
3: Like, it would have... That's what it would have been. But you can't. They needed the big, they literally, the word was a reveal. The word was something that was built up to. That's how important it is to say that word. Oh, you just want to turn on a Quentin Tarantino movie and remember it could be used every three seconds and still be entertaining. Or me playing COD with Chris. Every three seconds. Last night was hilarious. Oh my God, was it hilarious. Can't get
1: enough. In the Be right back. Twenty-five. So uh, I'm watching.
3: um, I'm watching uh, Boardwalk Empire. I'm done with it again. I've I've watched it when it came out, but um, we gave it a rewatch, and the season finale of that was a lot of interspersed flashbacks and present day stuff. Present day being, you know, the 30s at that point. But the early days was a very young Nucky Thompson, uh, um, and then a, a kind of a in his twenties, he became a, a police officer, deputy sheriff, and then he became sheriff of Atlantic City. Steve Buscemi's great in it, uh, but I was watching how they did flashbacks. Now, flashbacks, obviously it's different than just making a prequel, but their flashback sequences were so good and so fucking pertinent to the story. It literally showed you how Nucky Thompson turned into the piece of shit he was. Like, It walked you through it. They did flashbacks in a few of the shows, but that final episode... Was I would say half flashbacks and half, and they kept going back and forth like that, showing Nucky, showing his brother Eli, and showing how they grew up, and, and this, the the times that Nucky knew what he was doing was terrible when he was in his twenties, and how in his older years he was paying for it. Now I, I don't know. This show came out. It ended seven years ago. So if you haven't seen it, fuck your mother. But uh, Nucky dies at the end. He gets shot at the end of uh, Boardwalk Empire, and it's perfect.
1: Is he talking about? You Boardwalk
3: know why Empire? he gets shot. You know who does it. You know why they do it, and you know
1: why I he never saw Boardwalk Empire. Is that? No, I'm thinking a True Detective. Almost accepts it. Never really watched that either. It, it's pure, karmatic They like jo- what Matthew McConaughey and Colin Farrell on that show.
3: Justice that happens to him. The the person that kills him, everything is tied back to what he did in Atlantic City as he was working his way up and just trying to become the 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 head guy, the big boss, knowing he he did terrible things to people, altered people's lives in a crossroad of like, this would be okay for you. This is terrible. And knowing he drove him to the terrible part and that if someday I he's going to have to pay for that. And he did right there on the boardwalk in that I last episode. But to watch the, the, the flashback sequences, the casting, the acting, every moment of those things were pertinent to what was happening in the story you were watching for, for the five seasons. And how they fucked that up with this god damn many saints in newark is beyond me you got david chase you got the same writers directors you got all the same people working on it that either
1: didn't give a shit
3: had so many things on them that they couldn't make the story they wanted to make or just forgot what writing an entertaining story is with characters that, goddamn, you already have the characters. How do you fuck that up? You got them. You don't caricature them and throw them in there um, as cameos. Uh, build it. Work on the stuff from the show that you could could flash back on. Uh, a lot of people are saying, what happened to the big, the big poker game robbery that uh, Jackie Aprile? and Tony did, that made them, that thing that made them. They they did it. They were going to kill them for it. But instead, they let him pay the money back, and that made them, because it's like the balls on these two to rob our fucking poker game. What
1: was a good prequel? I can't even name one right now. There probably is one. What? But what was a good prequel?
3: And, and that was always a big story in, in The Sopranos.
1: What was a good prequel?
3: Nothing. <laughs> so, again, um, just terrible. Let me see. Yep, here's another problem that I noticed. Jim, Florida, what's up?
5: Hey, what's up? and Yeah, my problem is I think they tried to shoehorn in Gandolfini's son and his age, and that caused the whole timeline to be fucked up. Yep. Because Paulie is supposed to be about 15 years older than Tony. Yeah. Because, you know, he talks about how he went with his dad in 65 or 66. Yeah. The story about the fight and that he was 25. So at the time when this happened, Paulie should have been in his 30s. Yep. And not a fucking 20-year-old kid. And Syl is the same age as Tony.
1: That was, that made no sense at all. The see, this is why they didn't like the movie. They were, I watched The Sopranos once, the entire series. I wasn't this into it where I knew their ages and
3: shit. ...angle. Sill was a part of, part of he's the crew, in yeah, the pork store. He's yeah, in when the, pork the pork store. When, when yeah. Tony's a kid, God, Tony's God, a God, 17-year-old God, dummy, that. and and, and, and
1: Sill, who is at... Uh, supposed- no, 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 no. I'm not ca- counting the bat. Those are redos. Those aren't those are redos to Batman movies. Be at least
3: a comparable a age, maybe a couple of years older. You could push that. Like a made dude. Dude, he's like a made guy. He's making decisions for the family. He's doing that, and and you're like, what what it was? So then when Tony was forty, what was still sixty? In yeah, fucking the surprise, it didn't make any fucking sense. And they like
5: threw pussy in there, just like pussy. So just so that they had him in there
3: the joke the name was i remember when the name was a joke when the show first came out and there's a character called big pussy can you believe it Big pussy! I saw a girl the other... All t- oh, right. Yeah, Didn't yeah. Didn't the Newark riots happen at the same time as the L.A. riots
5: and the Chicago riots and the Detroit riots after yeah, there a lot Martin of,
3: Luther King was killed? <laughs> there was a lot of rioting going on back uh, in September the day. The summer of
5: 68, right? Yeah,
3: the summer of rioting and the um, the Democratic the National Convention and all that shit. Uh, a lot of riots going on. But yeah, I mean, to, to just use that as an excuse to, again, shoehorn in this black gang uh was ridiculous they would the sopranos or not even the sopranos because it was the de family at about? that time and i guess de was in jail um not leota it was
1: uh, you can't go star wars although is where star wars fucked up because somehow the prequels that they made um the three other movies that stink people now revered the prequels the lightsaber battles in the prequels are way better than the lightsaber battles in actual movies.
3: And there was real oh, no yeah, really no head that. head of the family at that point because I remember reading about that in a few synopses. But uh yeah, you don't y- you don't have a, a beef and carry it on like you would with other Italians with black mob. You would kill them. You would, like they weren't even strong. It was a few black dudes at a garage uh, that were kind of, you know, Infringing on the well, number in that
1: movie they did torture the black guy. first games with the Italians.
3: You would dispatch that in a second, and then this guy becomes fucking Billy D. Williams uh, level smooth, cool. You ga- know
1: what? And I hate to say this, that dumb prequel The Dumb and Dumber. And people hate that movie. I, mean, I think it was directed by Bob Saget is actually kind of funny.
3: Gangster guy, uh, it was so ridiculous. I think you're right though,
1: they're gonna It was better than the sequel to Dumb and Dumber they made. They're gonna create some show because they tried to tie Frank Lucas in.
3: Yes. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, which is, is you know, another fucking uh, bullshit. It was
1: a dumb shit
3: movie. <laughs> uh, they, it was dude, it was
5: so <laughs> bad. It
1: wasn't.
3: It was so terrible. bad.
1: Not the even first 20 in...
3: minutes. Was I was like, than what
5: than the fuck is this? mm
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mhm.
5: Yeah, what are we looking at? This is not when they had the guy giving the speech
6: about the whitey on the moon. I thought I was watching a parody.
3: Yeah, yeah, they were doing slam poetry.
6: Fucking slam poetry. If I want slam poetry, I'll listen to
1: Chip Chipperson. (laughs) Slam poetry is the best part of the movie. We hate white devil. He shovels the petals. Fuckers. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. slam poetry in that movie. And the second I said I seen it, I was like, oh, Kumi is gonna be pissed.
3: Brent. Take care. Good uh good take on it. Bu-bu-bu, let's go boink. Here's uh Marcos. Marcos from Yonkers? Euchers. Yonkers, New York. Yeah. Where where a lot of the movie was filmed at actually.
5: Oh. Oh, um, Anthony, you motherfucker. You want to know something? Yeah. Before seeing the show today, I actually, after watching Many Saints twice this weekend... I actually thought it was okay. Now hearing you, you fucking pulled a Patrice on me. You convinced me (laughs) that the fucking movie was garbage.
3: That's what Patrice (laughs) did with Face Off. Uh, Yeah, Jimmy did it it to Patrice with Face Off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people were wondering what I thought of it over the weekend. And I did post a quick... uh,
1: It's not nearly as bad as Face Off.
3: uh, Tweet on it because, you know, you only have so many words uh, on Twitter. But... uh, you know i try to yeah. get the point across um but it was it was just it just wasn't good uh, the other thing if if i can marcos um and maybe you could add to this the uh, michael gandolfini's portrayal of tony was like he was a stunad the, he's like yeah. he's this fucking retarded kid it wasn't even like i understand how Having a mother like Tony had could have made him a little needy and, and withdrawn, but the whiny voice he had, it was like Tony, well come on, Uncle Dickie, what are we doing, Uncle Dickie? I
1: will say this, they did nothing with teenage Tony. Like what would think if you become a mob boss you'd have a syndicate going in your high school? They stole that ice cream truck for no reason, but they weren't giving orders to it. He did it as a prank. The younger Tony was the more badass Tony. And that ended will with Dickie fuck fucking him. He
3: sounded like a fucking said, yeah, blithering idiot. <laughs> yeah, I do.
5: And you did hit the nail on the head. They absolutely threw all those caricatures as uh. like eye candy. First panel fans. Yep. That's how I was. I was like, oh, look at Pauly. Oh, look at yes, yeah. oh, yeah. Look, his mom said, oh, you know, that same thing she used to say, like, oh, stop complaining. Like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Exactly like oh, you
3: said. Oh, enough of you. Yeah, what's her name? Vera F- yeah. F- 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 Fuga. She's from the Fugazi. movies. So. <laughs> yeah, she did a good job in caricaturing uh, yes. Tony's mom. Uh, Livia, she, she had the voice thing going, uh, which was, you know, she did. She, if you're looking for someone to do an impression that you just go, Oh, that's a good kind of impression, then they, they did a good job with, um, with, uh, Livia. Other than that, Dude, it was a good, I was gonna say, Ray Liotta, what a waste. Oh, God,
5: what yeah. a fucking waste. Like, I couldn't even understand what was the whole point. What's the whole point of having them in there if. Like the actual good character that he could have played, they killed him off probably. Like, what was the First 15 20
3: minutes, they wanted to uh put someone in there that is revered in mob movies because of his performance yeah. in Goodfellas, and then yeah, they it, it's it's uh uh Dicky Maltesante's um father, uh, Dick Dicky Hollywood, is Ray Liotta. and then. Now, I've seen the trailer, and I see Dickie talking with his, seemingly his father, in jail. Uh-huh. But before that happens, he bashes his head on the fucking steering wheel and kills him. He kills his father, drives him to some place, and burns him uh, in, in a factory thing.
1: Well,
3: said, this is a twist. Really, oh, this but then he's in, so... Me and Missy are just looking at each other going, what the fuck? Is it a flashback of him mm-hmm. talking about it? It's like, no, it can't be because he's talking about present-day shit. And, go- and then they show, there's the big reveal. He, he goes into prison. Here comes Ray Liotta. You're like, what the fuck? I'm his twin brother. Yeah. Oh, no. Boy, what Liotta is Liotta this? Days of our fucking <laughs> lives?
1: That was dumb. Argue with that, dude. That was dumb. That is, dumb. The twin brother. is this
3: General <laughs> Hospital? That's a soap opera fucking ploy. Yeah. You don't do that in a movie. Oh, pathetic. Pathetic. I'm his twin brother. I, I'm on Chantix. Oh, why are you? It was so fucking bad. We just looked at each other. There was so many times me and Missy just looked yeah. at each other and go like,
1: uh, now I now re- was His my brother. I like black music. In the sixties, in jail.
3: Oh, this, this is really fucking terrible. <laughs> Felt so I bad do, that it was terrible. I do want to say one more thing, Anthony. Yeah. Um, I do
5: want to thank you. Years ago, I I met you at the. Uh, B side Dave's number one birthday party and you saying... No, it's okay. I got my wallet
3: back. I replaced my ID. But (laughs) if you
1: really Oda was only good in one movie and it's still a good show. Sorry. Yeah, he's not a great actor.
3: Thank you.
5: (laughs) No, you sang sang Sweet Caroline. I never heard the song until that day. I've actually recorded you. And that has... I like that
1: cop movie where he got fat. Not because really Oda
5: like my national anthem for every time I do karaoke oh that's awesome right
3: yeah Neil Neil Diamond's a good go to Uh, look into some of his other stuff um, uh, if you want to do a little more karaoke it's within range it's not he doesn't go too high or too low and uh, they're popular songs a lot of people know them and they're easy to sing yeah but thank you Anthony cool man thanks for uh, being a supporter of Compound Media my friend absolutely brother bye yeah yeah, that whole fucking thing to stunod fucking Tony. He was like a retard. It was like a retarded kid. And the other thing they did, which to me was another shoehorn, I think they went into this movie with a list. They had a fucking list before they had a script, before they had the first fucking word of a script written down. And they go, all right, what do we need to have in this? All right, we need. Polly Walnuts, like, and then they just did all that stuff, and then wrote some.
1: Yes, I didn't think that thing. And the money will back up my
3: to use. fucking shoehorn everything in. A great example, and I called this when I saw the trailer. I actually said this when I first saw the trailer. I go, this high school counselor.
1: Uh, you're right. Ray Liotta, Observer Report, amazing, you fucking faggot. He was amazing in Observer Report, Ray Liotta was. I'm gonna props for being in that movie.
3: ...woman is Melfi. Like, she
1: looked like... I wish that line was
3: ad-libbed, but it wasn't. ...Melfi, she sounded like Melfi, and in the movie, you see, she's psychoanalyzing Tony. Tony and the fucking uh, counselor are sitting there, much like Tony and Melfi. She's asking him questions about his mother and his life. Her voice sounds like Melfi. It, it was, it was blatant. You know the, uh, and I could see him in that meeting. You know the, God how the psychiatrist part of the Sopranos was a huge part. The Melfi and Tony dynamic. How do we get that in there? Well, he wouldn't be seeing a psychiatrist that. What can we do? You know, high school, there could be a counselor that counsels him. We can make her exactly like Melfi. All right, do that. Write that down. Dr. Melfi! (laughs) It's fucked. Dude! Just, just blatantly uh, trying to do the fan service. Fan service is terrible. there, There are some things that do it so subtly that you can accept it and go like, oh, that's a little homage to something. But when it is forced down your throat, one of the worst fan service things I see, and I think about it all the time because the movie is constantly on when I scroll past it is the great movie Solo, a Star Wars story. Tell the story of Han Solo. The the amount of fucking shove fan service down your throat in Do that. Do you
1: know any, any other uh, besides the Observer Report including all really, Ray, Ray Leota has done? I look like at it in a cop movie where he gained weight like our De dinero. I like that movie and busting rhymes and shit, but.
3: That is is unbelievable. But there's the, the scene way, where Liotta he's.
1: Ray hates that he's in good fellas, by the way. never saw the movie. So he's appraising Ray Liotta. He's a, one of the woke people. Ray Liotta is a woke guy, which is why he did this Brahma movie, which is why I couldn't be shitting on him. Ray Liotta is a woke guy. Don't ever forget that. So yeah, I don't really know saw it once. I'm talking about it one time. It's the only movie I know you for really.
3: He needs his IDs going somewhere, and he goes, "What's your name, Han? Han? What? What's his last name?" And they go, "He's like Hamna Hamna Ham, Ham Ed Norton." Was. He don't know. He's, well, you're alone. Solo! hot Solo got his name! (laughs) First of all, you don't need to put that... It's his name. We don't need to know where his fucking last name comes. I assume it's from Mr. Solo, married fucking... You got Skywalker as a name and fucking, you know, Calrissian. Solo is, would be a name that fits in that <laughs> atmosphere, in that universe. But it's like, oh, he's alone. Your name is Han Alone. I'm Han Alone. Imagine that. Han Lonely. <laughs> it could have been anything. I'm Han by himself. They call me Han by himself. <laughs> Oh, stop. Not everything requires an explanation to be put into these fucking films.
0: Oh, fan
3: service. I hate it. Fucking hate it. Oh, oh my God. I uh, We might be at the point where we got to fucking make this text bigger on this goddamn thing. I hate to admit it, but uh, I was playing video games a long time last night. I know my eyes are a little burny. Bernie. My eyes are Bernie. Uh, let me see. Okay. He liked the... Uh, I'm willing to take the... Vinny. Vinny from Brooklyn. What's up? How you doing, Ant? Very good, my friend.
7: No, I mean, I didn't love him. I mean, I didn't love him more. I, I liked him more than I didn't like I thought it was very well acted. I got to do... I didn't expect uh, two Tony Sopranos... Uh you know they, all they told you was the son the the and son and fun um sitting and waiting for something here, and it was all, it was in for about twenty minutes but yeah, I, what, what all it, the, I did
3: like can I ask you like, to explain sure. why you liked it? like what about it? Did you go, oh, were there any moments that you that you were sitting there and you looked at the TV and went, "Oh, holy shit like like was there any excitement? What did you like about it?
7: I just thought that every actor in that movie was believed. Maybe I'm a little fucked up, I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. It was way too short. I I can't believe how short it was. I expected it to be three hours. Thank
3: God, because people ask me, all right, uh, Many Saints in Newark or The Irishman, which one was worse? I go, The Irishman by far, just because it was fucking too long. It was hours of that shit, at least they got it over with quickly. Oh, my God.
7: And and, and do you think the guy who played Dickie Moltisanti, he he looked more like Richie Friel as a young guy.
3: Yeah, yeah, you could see a uh, crazy Richie uh, in that. But all the guys, like, what was that scene with Tony and his buddies and the ice cream truck? Like, was that supposed to show Tony was a good-natured kid, that he's just giving out free ice cream? They beat up the ice cream man. And they steal his truck, and then they drive around neighborhoods and give kids free ice cream. And you're like, "Oh, I remember that." Tony wanted to be a nice guy. He wanted to be the good guy. And they they literally didn't show him even turning into the bad guy. They they left it with him just kind of being this whiny, semi-retarded, uh, kind of chubby uh, Italian kid.
7: Now I know that the guy who played Pauly was hardly even in the movie because I yeah. guess that they didn't want to like ruin Paulie Walnut's you
3: know I guess legacy they showed him so like a Fanoke with his uh, fucking attention yeah. to his you know he'd be out there trying to get the tan and he made sure you know I'm gonna lift so my arms don't look like an old woman's cunt but uh, there's no need to just show him in two quick scenes where he's worried about his clothes and worried about his nails <laughs> that's fucking crazy
7: now is it me or well, like Olivia Soprano, she looked just like Uh, Camilla. Did she look way too much like Camilla?
3: Yeah, she did. There was a thing. Well, you know what? You could even excuse that being that Tony, being so obsessed with his mom, might have been attracted to a woman that was a lot like his mother. Uh, And that was kind of a thing that was in The Soprano. So I'll even give him that, but... uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, my friend. Thank you I for your input. I don't know why no, you liked it. but uh, I don't think this is going to lead to a
7: series. I think this will be it.
3: No, I, I, I do too. Maybe. I don't
7: know.
3: Uh, thank you, sir. The only hope I have there. is uh, when you look at uh, the original Star Trek, Star Trek The Motion Picture, and then The Wrath of Khan, the second one was awesome. So maybe if they take their beating and look at this, maybe they'll be able to do something um, maybe if you want to do another prequel, cast it where Tony's, uh, in his twenties, and, and and it doesn't have to be fucking Michael Uh Gandolfini, and uh, I don't know, or maybe just leave the whole like fucking the thing one. alone. That maybe that's the best answer. Leave it alone. Fucking great the way it is. Oh, oh I'm missing. Um, let me see Here we go. Uh, John, what's up, man? Hey, man, how you doing? Where are you from, dude?
5: Charleston, South Carolina.
3: Ah, yes. My future yep. state. I love it.
6: <laughs> Speaking of fan service, even just as fan um, service, they didn't...
1: People, they're soon going to be going when we move to South Carolina. Do
6: that well. Uh, Junior had that line about uh, he, he line. didn't have the makings of a varsity athlete. <laughs> yes. And... Tony doesn't even react to it. It's like he never even heard it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, if he was so upset about hearing it later in life, it might have made an impact when he first heard it when he was a kid. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah.
6: And the worst part of the movie is that uh, Junior has him killed Sticky because. He fell down some stairs, yeah, and Dicky laughed at him. Yeah. Him
3: yeah, that doesn't fit Junior Soprano's M.O. for anything. Like, he would really think and have to consider oh, uh, something before he killed someone, and there always had to be yeah, well, a profit saying, motive to it. it uh, the uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, that contri it was a contrived scene. He found that the stairs, broken back, and they find out. Because that... Dicky and the nigga were going to war that night, and then he got killed by Junior.
3: Junior got pissed, and he would get um, offended by things. And, and but just for the fact of that, he wouldn't just kill somebody. It needed to be yeah,
1: in that scenario when made sense if Junior had power, which he had
3: none. Profitable, and for him to uh, to have uh, uh, Dicky killed because he laughed at him after he fell down the stairs. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Yes, uh,
4: E-Rock wants to add something here, sir. Was, was it also because when he picked up Johnny, and Johnny was in the car lecturing, saying how Dickie uh, lost his father, but he still managed to earn and, and run everything, and Junior was letting things fall apart. Johnny was. Oh yeah, into him.
3: there was a jealousy factor there, but there was no, there was no upside, except for purely personal reasons for Junior to have him killed. Junior wouldn't have taken a spot or Junior wouldn't have like made more money I mean, from movie, Dickie mean, they're being they're killed. Faggot. It just was too personal. He could add personal. If Dickie was fucking him over financially right. and then insulted him, mm-hmm. you could see that being the final straw and him going, yeah, this guy's got to go. But just for the fact that mm-hmm. as he's helping him up from the stairs, he's laughing at him. Uh, that seems like a light final straw to want
4: to kill somebody. It, you're, you're right. But I, I think it was from the the, the lashing he got from Johnny. Then this added on top of it. And, yeah, he made it personal.
3: Again, always very – it's just too personal without any profit motive to it. And they were yeah. all just about making money when it came to killing somebody.
4: But what didn't he try to – Try to kill Tony in the series, too? Yeah,
3: but that would have made him the head of the... Oh, okay. You know, he wanted to do that before they really sorted out who the head of the family was. Yeah, he wanted to be the boss. It looked like Tony was uh, uh, muscling in on him. Tony had done things where he'd taken money away from Junior and given it to some of his crew. Uh, So yeah, it was a profit motive there. Uh, But yeah, just to see... uh, That looked like, it's like, we need a twist. Hmm, we need a twist. And then yeah, that's what they gave us. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Thank you, sir. Uh, stop. <laughs> Andrew, what's
6: up? <laughs>
2: hey,
6: Ant. Uh, I mean, this is not really delving deep into the story or anything, <laughs> yeah. but I had a friend that basically ruined the movie even before I know knew about how much it sucked. Uh, Michael Gandolfini... Looks like Stalker Channing Rizzo from Greece, (laughs) and I can't. Every time I look, (laughs) Ah, Jesus, am I am I I, is my friend or myself off base on that?
3: No, I I think you're right. I didn't think it, but now looking at her picture, and he just whined through the whole thing. It wasn't. It gave me nothing. I wasn't seeing it and going, Yeah, wow, that's kind of Tony the only thing that did was in the trailer cuz they all probably looked and said oh when when he steps out of the phone booth and goes uh what did you say that was a very tony soprano delivered line uh and that was all you got that even reminded you of tony uh yeah he was he was not good he was not good at it he didn't act, he doesn't act well he's not a good actor
6: HBO can just seriously go suck a cock. Yeah, uh, they, they have been so downhill since The Sopranos have been off. Yep. I mean, Game of Thrones, fine. But they are the most narrative-pushing. Uh, oh, yeah. it, it used to be about movies. It used to be about really cool, like uh, Tales from the Crypt, Oz, yep. all that stuff. Now it's just everything has got to be diverse. Everything has got to have a method. Oh,
3: yeah. Everything's got to have uh, some kind of uh, ulterior motive narrative to it thank you my friend no problem uh, yeah what did he like Stocker Channing <laughs> yeah you look like stock Stocker Channing it's so funny Greece you know high school and there's Stocker Channing's fucking 40 in that movie whatever the fuck. um well there you go there's my review uh, take from it what you will um I have been watching a couple of other things if you remember I believe it was George from Georgia I think that was the guy that recommended the Terror which is the um, Ridley Scott-produced anthology uh, from AMC. It's available on Hulu or other things. And uh, so I started watching that. Fucking good. Creepy, eerie. You think it's something kind of supernaturally, but not necessarily. And there's other factual-based things, but that is what you call acting, by the way. They got a couple of guys from uh, Game of Thrones in there and uh, the whole uh, shipboard thing, the sets of the ship uh, are really good. The cinematography is great. And the acting's fucking really cool. Uh, I I liked that one. So thank you, George, I believe from Georgia. And then the hubbub going on about this fucking Korean thing, the Squid Game. Oh, fuck. It's rex
5: donated one dollar tune in to my show tonight at 9 13 pm eastern time the channel is named rex
8: sometimes those emails come from a frustrated fan and their problem is they're surrounded by idiots and they feel a little bit trapped, like everyone in their life is crazy on race. This is infuriating and it's depressing because you have to deal with these people. If you wanna go on Tinder, you're gonna to have to keep scrolling to find someone who isn't gonna be completely regressive on race. If you're in school, oh my God, good luck. That's the worst place of all of it. It doesn't get any worse than that. At the workplace, no better. So depending on your city, your country, and your age bracket, you could be losing your mind. Now, That's how the current state of affairs is. I'm talking about adults dealing with other adults, but get ready for whatever the hell comes after Generation Z because the kids today, are being fed such unbelievable propaganda. And it's coming from do-gooder institutions like popular cartoon shows who feel like, ooh, we wanna be a part of history. Cool, can we go into the history books? So they have their anti-white racist messaging that they wanna get out there. And they're falling all over themselves to try to kiss the ass of blacks and pretend like they're these broken little creatures that we, you know, they're like a hummingbird that smashed into our window and broke their beak and their wing and we have to nurture them back to health. So we use a little eyedropper and we put milk. Do they drink milk? Probably not. They're lactose intolerant, all right? Hummingbirds are lactose intolerant. This video has been educational. But here is a video from the Cartoon Network and it's something about anti racism. Oh, God, let's watch.
9: Or purple? What the Whoa 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 hold up a minute here.
8: Okay, so they don't like the message. The message cannot be colorblindness. No, no, no.
9: I'm really purple. But they'll
1: they'll defy this. We're in black, Have been vaccinated.
8: We have to be hyper aware of race, race has to dominate our day to day, moment to moment reality. So a perfectly normal message like that, which you'd think would be the goal, is to totally de-emphasize race, as in, let's unite, let's talk about our commonalities, let's talk about anything else besides our random biological nature. It's not that interesting.
1: Ugh, right, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm the military. And that's why right, niggas were shocked when I said, there should be vaccine mandates, and then niggas said, well, I'm in the military. Yeah, niggas in the military should be mandated to take the vaccine. As they should. I'm the military. They take 80 different shots. That's what happened to join the military. As a full thing, no. But I know this is a bullshit. It's not a vaccine. It's not anything. It's an introduction afterwards. I know it's bullshit, but if you're in the military, yeah. You, you should have to be man a ticket. it. I was in the military and got mad, and you nigga. I'm a weirdo, too. I got double my shots. I got one the shots as a kid, but I lost my records. I had to get double my shots. Which went on. But when I was in the military, oh, I had to take some
8: shots. I in the military, yeah.
9: this I, I think it kind of does matter that I'm purple. I mean, I'm purple because I'm literally an alien.
8: Well, that summarizes... It. The
1: military man- you, mandates you to take a vaccine, you i have to dig it it did look at the peanut butter shot my ass second week of boot camp
8: yeah it all right there first of all so the alien is
1: i mind it when i got to regular citizens though
8: sitting there going it does matter that i'm purple because i'm an alien and i like my identity as an alien and my purpleness sets me apart like i'm happy i'm proud of this thing, people use their racial identity to substitute for a personality or a skill. So you're not special in any way. You might be, but it's definitely not your race or the color of your skin. Unless you're an albino African, in which case you need to be burned at the stake.
9: Well, I'm not an alien, but it definitely matters to me that I'm black. Yeah, it makes a difference that I'm white.
8: Ah, so wait a minute. It makes a difference. The first girl's just, it's no
1: difference. I grew up i watching my shows on I'm going back in my day with the good old days in Nickelodeon
8: said what? it matters to me that I'm black? what'd she say?
9: But it definitely matters to me that I'm black
8: right it matters to me that I'm black means I'm happy to be black it's important to me it's a key component as to how I envision myself and the white girl goes <laughs> she's just chilling out there drinking a soda or dr- what is that? A cookie? She's drinking liquefied cookie and she's going, It matters to me that I'm white. Only because I like to feel white guilt and say, Oh, my life is better than yours. So she's a little white supremacist.
9: Yeah, it makes a difference that I'm white. I know the two of us get treated very differently.
8: Oh, she didn't say it matters to her. She said it makes a difference. So, this is all just her bending the knee going, I'm so sorry for being white. I'm so sorry your little black life is so strained and so difficult for you to go through. Sorry, sorry, we're white.
9: I know the two of us get treated very differently. I just think it's messed up to compare me being an alien to you two being different races. You're both human. You're you're totally biologically the same. Adding purple people into a lesson about human racism uh, makes uh, no yeah. sense. Yeah, that is pretty weird. weird.
8: Okay, so they're trying to do something. It's trying to be cute. It's not. But to speak to her point, as if she's a good faith alien, the original idea of saying whatever color you are doesn't matter. We don't care that much about race. That's the point you're now making. You're saying they're both human, so give it a rest with the racial tribalism. And then she's then pivoting to saying, now I'm an alien, so I'm way different. But the message of this is not to ignore race. And they've put the stamp of approval on that messaging.
9: I think people like the black, white, or purple thing, because adding a fantasy race in there helps distract from the actual racism black people have to deal with. (laughs)
8: Little girl white people have to deal with racism. Okay blacks are not special This is my message to almost everyone out there. You're not special Unless you're Magnus Carlsen the best chess player in the world. There's a few other chess players uh, that are good The rest of you aren't special and if you're gonna claim specialness you better have like huge tits or something But you can't just say I am a black and oh I get treated like shit. No Whites get treated just as bad as Blacks, if not way worse. If, go look at the crime stats. Go look at the hate crime stats. Go look at any of that shit. Bullying. Or how about just negative energy? They take just as much shit as anyone else. Now, don't say that, oh, well, wait a minute. How could you say that? Whites are rich and they are happy. Yeah, our success and functionality comes despite that bullshit. That's a testament to our gloriousness our gloriosity, our caucasity. So it's ridiculous to sit there and go, oh, blacks take shit and poor blacks, I'm sorry. That's the starting point of the negotiation? No, no, no. It's time for a new day, a new era. That's an old way of thinking. And I'm talking way old, I'm talking 1800s old. It's a new dawn, it's a golden dawn. No, not that, it's not a gold, but it is time to start thinking about standing up for your people
1: experience this phone call ever. I, this thing I can deliver it for no reason. I think it's a face. He's trying to defend him. I think he's black again. She's not like going to racist. She's like, can't read it. A bizarre call just happened. And uh, uh, what? I, she thinks I'm, white anything, but, um, I think I'm white.
8: And for reality, and don't you worry, reality is on your side. You have pocket aces. Act accordingly.
9: Right. My experience with and- I like <laughs> I order. Uh, I'm a white
1: chick. Alright. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think Yeah. Yeah. I I'm you. I think I'm a spick. I'm a spick. I'm darker than a spick
9: Anti-black racism is really specific. Other people of color experience other forms of racism too.
8: Yeah, white people. (laughs) We experience your bullshit racism. In fact, we're experiencing it right now. This video is anti-white. This is racism against whites. It's not all about you. You're not special. And can I pour water on your hair as a medical experiment?
9: But you won't see any of that if you don't see Definitely. color. Dude, so this entire public service announcement could be a ploy to avoid talking about racism altogether.
8: Oh yeah, okay. So we're going to sit here and perpetuate.
9: Did I run some woke
1: McDonald's chick doing something in a delivery driver who's a spick? I mean, I really turned into that. By the way, I'm actually black like you used to. What? Ugh. I back in the day. Growing up. Let me tell you this story. I'm 36. I did get a story. You didn't donate, so fuck you. So I'm getting a story. I'm um, back in my day. Before the, the blockbusters. By the way, before block, there was a thing called Major Video. Back in my day growing up, video stores were a thing. And I lived in Manville Lincoln in the corner of the market. they came up a great idea. Nigga had a pizza place in a video store in 1993. His so idea was, um, his gimmick was, Order pizza in the movie. They deliver you your pizza and a videotape of the Blair Witch project or whatever movie came out in the nineties. Amazing idea. I remember it being a hundred dollars a month. Just for and by the way, thank God technology knocked these faggots out. It was a hundred dollars. A month. Just for the membership. And you had to pay for the movie and shit too. So, and this was the blockbuster shit. Like you paid for a blockbuster membership. But then you still had to pay for the movie and rented. Thank God. Technology squashed you. Greedy fucks. And maybe it worked that certain way. You might have made it, but you didn't. But back in my day. Growing up. Where this movie place, with this pizza place, that was their gimmick, and their thing was order pizza in the movie. So you would order pizza on Friday night, and they would bring in the movie, the newest movie that came out. And since you remember, who paid a hundred dollars a month? I remember that you had to pay a hundred dollars a month to be a member, and if you want to run this movie, it cost ten bucks and the pizza or that thing, but that wasn't the back in the day. Where's the missus? I'm watching this. I don't that phone
8: call I think that you're oppressed as a people so that you can leverage power over us through guilt. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not working anything. on me, little girl. Now go get your shine box.
9: Hey, uh, can we get a rewrite where we appreciate each other without erasing what makes each of us different?
1: When was the last time you
8: had a fat Mexican chick and a black producer?
1: What happened is I talked to some delivery driver and they thought there was somebody. Did you Uber or Grubhub anything? <laughs> hmm. Hello? No, I want my order. Yes, deliver it, poor people. Yes, deliver it, stupid. That's what I want. So uh, the cookie, all right. Another cookies, whatever. I'm rich. I don't give a fuck. Deliver my food. Deliver my food and don't try and talk and touch me. Yeah, I that.
8: <laughs> on a set like this I've been at shoots like this and it's never like that so yeah, I, I like how they're being yeah. woke with their casting yeah, it's kind of a I'm funny thing though because they're being the chastised sense. for not being woke right now but you're then chastising a black and a Mexican which is kind of
1: I, really picked up, I that chick had nothing to do with anything and didn't know it was happening I was like yeah spick give me my shit whatever I don't want to Talk touchy. <laughs> Zero times, Cordy. Ugh, I'm bored you think you don't need a car thing? You
8: know? Off the point.
4: Okay, but it's gonna add a couple hours to the shoot.
8: Oh, okay, now I understand. The white guy was in charge, so the other guys are just technicians. He was the brains behind the operation, because he's racist. He's racist because he was trying to not be racist.
9: I can my make open. Uh, you were rolling just now, weren't you? Can't we just slap some graphics on this know. and call it a day?
8: <laughs> See color. <laughs> be anti-racist. I mean, it's so simplified. A little sticker like that. See color. Okay. The cure, the cure to racism is C to color. think of everybody in terms of their race. So you see someone, it's not a guy, it's not a person, it's not a friend, it's not an associate. It's a person of that race. And you're supposed to then, I mean, it's not just that. That's retarded on its own. It goes way worse. It's if the person you see is black, then defer to them and apologize to them because, oh, their life is so hard because they're a black. And to that I say, Uh suck my white dick. And Uh yes, it's massive. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, it's two friends hanging out. They're holding hands. That's problematic. But wait, one is black or one is white. Let's talk about it. Hey, little black boy, you're black. I'm sorry, sorry for slavery, little black boy. Am I doing it right, guys?
9: Hey, when we're older, let's get married.
8: Oh, for fuck's sake, this is, oh no, no, no. That just totally triggered my super straightness. Oh no, what? (laughs) This is not normal. Okay, first of all, these guys seem prepubescent. I have a way about me. I, I can detect these things. It's a skill. So them being romantic in this way, even if this was a straight scenario, it would be weird having a little boy and girl talking about, hey, let's get married when we're older. That doesn't strike me as true. But I mean, these kids, come on, like they're just super open about their gayness, their little childhood gayness. Come on. That's no. And also they are different races. So I believe that's a crime. So there's also that. Also, that would infuriate God and probably lead to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah or some city, at least. San Francisco's fucked. But okay, let's continue. Great. This is just normal, cartoon network, gay marriage, perfectly great. Go ahead.
9: Ha! You can't get married. Why not? Black people can't marry white people.
8: Oh my god, she made it into a little nursery rhyme? Well, this is slightly outdated. And let's get the order right. It's not the fact that they're black and white trying to marry, it's the fact that they're gays. And historically, that was more important. We let white and black marry way before we let gays marry.
2: Hey now, it's Garnet from Steven
10: Universe.
8: Hey now, it's a fat ass black woman. Kids, don't be racist. Cut. Well, that was good. Oh no, we're going behind the scenes, here we go. We did something wrong.
3: Okay people, we just need to get coverage. We'll start again in five.
9: This is the cheesiest job I've ever done. Stuff like this doesn't actually happen in real life. (laughs) Whoa whoa there. Are you kidding? It totally does. Just because this has never
2: happened to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen.
8: No, it does mean it doesn't happen. No one says you can't marry because you're different races. Nobody. So you're making stuff up. How are you going to get out of this hole? You're lying to that little white kid and to the rest of us.
9: Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Seriously, I didn't know. Yeah, everyone messes up sometimes. But you gotta realize it hurts to deal with racism.
8: Shut up. God. It hurts to deal with your hate crimes and your violence and your drug dealing and your anti-white hatred. That hurts me.
9: And when people act like it's not real, it makes it feel even
8: worse. It isn't real. You can marry people of other races. With this ring, I the mud shark. Okay, that, that happens all the time. How do you think we got Obama? So the very thing that this thing is based on is a lie, it's a myth, it's insulting.
10: You have to acknowledge racism to work against it.
8: Okay, so let's bring that back to religion. You have to acknowledge racism to work against it. It's the same con that religious people put on you. You have to present a problem, sell them on the idea that there is a problem, it's everywhere. So instead of racism, you could call it sin, or the devil, or even just original sin. Like there's definitely a problem. You fucked up, Adam and Eve fucked up, someone fucked up, you need me to save you. So the first thing you got to do for me to save you is, well, you got to give me money. At some point, you got to buy white fragility or give me reparations. At some point, money will come into this because money is power and this is all about power. But in order for me to sell you my bullshit solution, you have to be convinced there's a problem. So that's why they push for racism being everywhere is because they're the ones benefiting from this power grab and from the money grab. Listen to me, uplift me and pay me and then you might have a chance at solving this unsolvable problem of eternal racism.
9: You're right. I can do that.
8: <laughs> you kids better work on this before the wedding.
9: <laughs> Whoa, that's just, just a script. <laughs> we only just yeah, met okay. today.
8: Good. Phew, they're straight. Awesome. Wasn't that kind of homophobic? I mean, the whole point was we're going to get married and we're gay and there's nothing wrong with that. And at the end, they're like, oh, no, we're just actors, dude. Like, chill. I'm not gay. yeah. yeah. So in other words, in this universe, Steven universe, you can't downplay racism. They'll call that denying it. This is like going into an argument with a creationist and they say, why are you denying God's existence? Like that's the title of the debate. The framing is absurd. Racism is treating people unfairly just because of the color of their skin. Okay. Well, no mention of skull shape, but I guess I'll give it a pass. That's wrong and unfair. Let me try to explain.
10: I remember a time when some kids were pretending to play superheroes.
8: Oh, by the way, this never happened.
10: Sounds like Yay! fun, right? <laughs>
9: Woohoo! Oh,
8: I just the pink one.
10: Each kid knew exactly which superhero no! they wanted to
8: be. Yay! Come on,
9: let's go! I'm gonna catch you. Ooh, I'm the strongest in the
2: world. <laughs> Fly to the sky. <laughs> oh,
1: Ah. <laughs> oh, well,
10: so two kids wanted to be the same superhero.
1: we had growing up, Hey Arnold, Recess, Onions, We have Sweetie Shorts. Like, niggas make cartoons. for us growing up, respected us. They make them little retarded. We had the message. Growing up, nigga, we had cartoons. Although, to be fair, to are being growing up. They don't get cartoons because all the kids I knew, my kids, they throw a fucking phone or a tablet and say, "What are you gonna watch?" So, a different thing they're debating. So I'm not gonna shine them too hard because it must be harder. Back in my day growing up, we had no competition, but anyway. God, faggot, woke a tree. That doesn't matter, on I. In a class, going to colleges, only going to get the jobs. They're taking the companies. We're in some pseudo-capitalism doesn't work. Because all the rich kids getting the CEO jobs. Rich kids, and they hate white people and capitalism. We have a bunch of people running companies. the only to tank the companies. We're in a fucked up system. Because Susan Wojcicki can fuck up YouTube. It doesn't matter to her. She's only you know, a rich person. The fact they hired her though. The fact that Target tried put doing the trans bathroom thing. And they're always going to. That's a problem of going to college. College <laughs> should cover four subjects. Math, science, history, and um, agriculture. That's all it should cover. There's no social justice bullshit. Like, you know the leftists who drive college free? Oh, this. I'm in college free, but you can't get a degree in lesbian basket weaving. I am willing to make college free. If you can't get a degree in liberal arts. Become a doctor, engineer. i uh, i mean being real. On um, college, if you wanna become a doctor, engineer, scientist, whatever, that should be free. Not, um, I major in SJW studies, no. Did you order?
2: Has
1: it been ordered? Yes, it's done. So it's done. I know if she didn't donate. Uh, Yeah,
10: I guess. Oh. Kevin turned to Brandon and said, You can't be a superhero. Superheroes are supposed to be white. That what? made Brandon feel confused.
1: No one ever said in the history of life superheroes are supposed to be
8: white by I. And angry, sad. Don't be confused and angry, just
1: I watched Spawn in like 1994 at the movie theaters.
8: Understand you're not super, and obviously, this is bullshit. If anything, superheroes are getting blackwashed all the time. There's a TV show on right now called Lupin, Lupin, and it's
1: been Spawn, Meteor Man. By the way, Meteor Man should be bigger than a black man. Based though.
8: off of uh, white character. I fucking love Meteor Man. Character, it's a French thing. Goes way back. And now-
1: Meteor Man affected black culture. The hood niggas dyed a hair blonde like Kanye did. Meteor Man was. The hood I hate this fake. Um. I don't know what do they call it? I don't know what they call it. I don't know. Um. see history. This is the first black movie. No, Eddie Murphy did it. Uh, there's no first black movie. Anything they need to do anything. Eddie Murphy did it. Uh, the first black superhero movie, Black Panther. No, Meteor Man. There's a blank in the comedy. I only not a victim. We're the first movie ever. No, you weren't in you know, hero form. We have Black Nigga in the 80s, the 90s. He's accomplished no records. Black Panther accomplished no records. I spawned
8: now they got a black guy playing that part we've seen this happen time and time again the musical hamilton and not to mention there are just straight up black superheroes so that does exist and going back to my previous point this is a fable this is a made-up story to reinforce their bullshit propaganda so just like the Bible does that, it has made up stories to send a certain message and to, and to bolster a certain false idea. This is the anti-racist equivalent of Jesus walking on water.
10: Ah. <laughs> Racism hurts <laughs> and it's wrong. Mm.
2: <sighs>
10: but Brandon thinks superheroes can come in all skin colors. <laughs> Making a judgment based on the color of a person's skin is unfair and wrong. So Brandon stood like a superhero and said,
0: I can be
8: any superhero. My superhero is black.
0: Oh man.
8: Oh my God, how lame is that? Do you realize that, that's my expression right there, the white guy. No white person has ever pretended to be a superhero and said, I am a superhero and I am a white. Hey, Spider-Man is cool, why? Because he's white. (laughs) By the way, Spider-Man is also black, now Miles Morales, great movie. No, it's the fact that he can climb on walls and shoot webs and stuff and has Spidey sense. Those are the things that make him a superhero. He actually has special skills. Your blackness is not a power. Your blackness is deeply unimpressive. And by the way, the only reason that whites and everyone else, including the Asians and the Jews and all these other bitches that are Latinos who are afraid to speak it out, who are not in the front lines of this racial reckoning, the reason people have.
1: Oh, I have a I'm black. I go. Not relaxed. No It's white liberals, of course. The. The relaxed <laughs> attitude don't go Ugh. The racist shit. I literally am the most offensive person I've met in my life. I am i said, the chink, I say the n-word, I don't know what's really I'm the least, the least person who's earth funny say the two. Chinks, blacks, spooks, milkshitters, everything. I learned this, wor- this weird medium. But no one lives in uh, I'm sh- I'm I sha not be I don't be for the race, by the way. a lot of the I show. I shit on people's races. It's funny to shit race. It's funny to sh- my race. Uh, I a thick skin and He's not racist or anything. And gay. I don't I mean, get it. I ain't funny. but i He's a successful online person. So, thing, two things aren't deliberate, but it's not like I'm like a friend to anything or anything. I mean, I don't know do anything, but I'm. Yeah, it's funny, it's fun. That's to enter the door after I Well, I should break that. Fa- the last faggot, I tried ordering food from move Maybe the chick too. I used to get chicks credit. Chicks are retarded, so they used to bring their food to the door. When they go on that mission? he's doing? Like, if you deliver food for a, a living, whoa. Um, another problem also, was a new wave. They pay money, and by the way, they pay money, you use your car, will you deliver food to a woman. They don't understand, they, they make no money they spend money, more money in gas the, the poor people's way out. And I tried giving that cunt who talked to me and I, that cold cunt and thought, she can't deliver food. You deliver food for a whole fucking living. You lost that life. Not even deliver food for a living. You're in a car with your boyfriend and your family. Wow, you lost. You lost so your mad. You're a scam artist. I'm a scam Your job is little food, but you can't do it right. Oh my God. I'm other dominoes. They have they have no thing or that thing but at least it's a brand. It's a fucking loser cunt. You deliver people you deliver people food for a living, but can't deliver it properly. Holy shit, you lost that life. My god you suck that life. This is your job. You're thinking, if we're gonna do it more, these faggots are sticking out. We're gonna do food here and there. Uh, uh, ugh. If you're lying, tip faggots, kill yourself. Honestly, if you're a lion, if you don't need you need tips, kill yourself. And this faggot can't try bones and shit. I am back to this I'm shit. I said, I food like, you're a fucking spick. You're not allowed our country. Nor could you deliver the food right. Trust me. You, if you deliver it right, meaning you weren't supposed to talk to me, you couldn't do that right, you spick fucking fag. You ain't cared baby to your family over. But something tells me, my children will your children. There's a problem with immig- Mexicans who anchor baby. Yeah, they're in this country. Their great grandchildren are still going to be long and the with you yeah. the wrong. <laughs> this great country they have the education, the benefits. You see, your kids are thinking all along, obviously. That cunt. really fucking questioning me? Ain't am not in there. i just saying know what I look like, I
2: Then
1: in a cigarette. No, 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 With uh, no, 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 no. that dumb cun. Spit Daz, what are you doing? What? What are you doing? What?
2: Apparently I'm gonna be in 10
1: and Can I have your lighter. I gotta write my, my, my inset. I don't think so it's
2: not like
1: me, so what? I don't anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well food did we order?
2: We ordered Burger King.
1: I have a burger.
2: Yes, you got a burger this time so
1: you don't throw it at my mm-hmm. head. Caesar. What? Isn't it Caesar? And then mm-hmm. fucking yes. eating okay. <sighs> And then Wait, I got like
2: my Indian side, bitch. Yeah.
1: Indian. Your dad is a blacker than what you have no Indian side. Sorry.
2: Okay. I, I'm gonna
1: try to sell you on that. What
2: are you talking about?
1: I do have an You're style. not Indian. In what tribe?
2: My grandma was 100% Indian. What tribe? I don't
1: know. Yeah, do no. It's in
10: Maryland.
1: I don't know.
2: What that <laughs> in it's in Maryland. Your
1: dad is fucking escaped sleeping. You do know
2: that Indians can be black, right?
1: No slaves, well, you okay. are so Indian, sure you know no, 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 you're Indian No, no, you are Indian now. Your dad You aren't Indian. Did you just say my dad was
2: Indian, but I wasn't?
1: No, so your dad beautiful. wasn't Indian. You aren't Indian. No. That's your... Now, on my white side, shockingly, uh, on my white side... They have some Narragansett Indian, on my white side, and I was like, this is, that, there's no Indian in there. And they have a horn, no in Indian. Yeah, stupid, stop talking Are you done? Been done.
2: Obviously not, cause you're still sitting in the chair.
1: Well, I'm sorry, shit. Somewhere. I can throw my cigarettes, man. I don't it. know where your cigarettes are.
2: Did you drop them?
1: I don't even know
2: where they are. What did we order? I just told you Burger King like two minutes ago.
1: Burger King! And your damn eat?
2: onion rings.
1: Mm. We're doing it again longer. They could have
2: $25. They donated?
1: No, I so said they could have. Then yeah, I can order a cigar out of hand and this and... Oh, now I gotta go get it. Of course, assholes. Is there a burger on the head? Nah. Nah. You did order it, though. Let me come here, Robert. What? Let me come here, Robert. What do you want? Don't ask me no dumb questions. I'm just gonna walk away on you. Come here. Ask you
2: anything?
1: Come here. What? I'm
2: here. Why are you just staring at me? Close
1: like
2: that? Closer. No. What? Weirdo. Closer.
1: No. Yeah, close here. No. Why do I gotta get closer? Yeah. Okay.
2: Well. And um. Uh, yeah. You want the
1: fries? No, you. Yeah. And that will, will always be me in a relationship. Are you done with your bears? Yeah, close, never you close now. Um, I'm both I don't get her side of doing it I but I that's why it works but that will always be it what'd you just say? never be down or what'd you just say I don't know, that's why you'll never be down you'll never be cool but tonight you're drink but you got a problem cause you can't come here right. No but, yeah, that would be the thing. I mean, No. Every pussy still worked? Really, before. I don't like before. I don't like, like But that's what we're gonna be in, And that was a relationship. On Dez's side. Because I, I get it. But I should have four kids. You know, I got pregnant. And new bitches. I will fuck you, but there be a bond between me and Des. Um, I'm going to leave that. Well, leave that bond. I'm gonna kick her out, her ass out because she's lazy or her, but, um, yeah. I'm gonna bleeps, get on, and, uh, there's a Jew in the sorrows fucking paying the bleeps. They got along too firmly. And the, How oh, America allows 12% of the population to run shit is beyond me. But honestly, I get, by the way, I get one i Cape Verdean. By know way, Cape Verdean is a pirate pirate country and shit. American black people are the most retarded people on earth. And they brag about being retarded, which is sad. Every black person who complains about white supremacy, they're fucking losers. In Cape Verde, we were pirates. pirate, we took it over, conquered. You faculty, they took us over, they dominated us. You were able to be dominated? Really? So easily? Faggot? Ugh. i never seen a race, and maybe there might have been a point. Well why we made these people slaves, um Yeah, afterwards being slaves are like the white man runs everything. You're so conquered by them. Like every time and I, didn't, the reason I hate the um white privilege bullshit, like fuck white y'all smarter than you niggas. What the fuck are you doing? White privilege and this thing higher I think I was than you in this, but American black people. No, we're fucking retarded. They took us over. Go go go! They took us over. They conquered us. Imagine the whole thing as a racism. We just lost every war. That's American black people. We're dumb retards who got taken over, and we're enslaved, and we're putting upon the guiltiness. I think it was freedom, uh, American black people. Sorry, I don't get it. Did the food come now? Death. What? Did the food come? What? Did the food ever come? I was asking. Did we ever get the food? We're we still waiting for the food. You
2: have the phone. So why are you asking me? Yeah, man. <sighs> no, I'm
1: done, so can you give me another shot?
2: What do you need another shot for? You're done, you just said. It was delivered. If it's not outside the door, I'm not going outside.
1: If it's not outside the door, no, the no, I'm not going outside. No, not. Black privilege. What? Black privilege. um of not. Of not. Delivery people
2: don't deliver
1: shit. Yeah, but my point was um this whole blame and everything else everything and isn't the the American black experience mm-hmm. is cuck. Black people in America are cuck. And they love it. They love being cucks. You cucked our race, you cucked the everything. Then complain about it and plead. This is why I hate American blacks. You got cucked, but you're begging from the niggas who cucked you to forgive you. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. It's the saddest thing in my life. By the way, America was written, no, Brazil is <laughs> American blacks. You took our people, our race, and you just, they don't understand how embarrassing that is. They don't understand how yeah, you dominated us and controlled the Thank God, I don't give her to mean We just admit to another country, yeah, it completely conquered us. But um, please feel bad for us to give some rights. Yeah, we would never do that in my country. American black people. Whoa, whoa. And then convince you to do abortion. You're only fucking twelve percent of the population. They're replacing you. How American black people are literally. The dumbest niggas on earth. At least niggas in like shithole African countries figured out how to survive. Get the African countries going. American black people. And this goes back to um, the silent secret. This is the reason why we, us, and others sold you. People, learned, um, Africans sold their own kind into slavery. Um, they didn't sell their rocket scientists or smart guys. They sold the retards into slavery. If you sell your own race into slavery or your own culture, your own country, you don't pick your best and brightest, you pick the retards. Sorry. I didn't think of that. Just a true statement. So, um, did they deliver or not? Did mean, they a shot or not? She disappeared. That's what police call myself. Those doesn't instincts. Des kind of spell instincts. Des. Her dad is blacker than Wesley Snipes, and our mom is whiter than those women there. But our Nigerians have a hierarchy. It, it's not only a race, it's culture. It's, it's all culture. Black Americans aren't stupid. Black American culture is retarded. I mean, black Americans are retarded. And the white guilt shit Attributes to it. Sorry. You anyway, know, a group, most of the secular group in America is Nigerians. Who are blacker than West East Snipes. It's nothing to do with IQ, it's culture. And I'm not going to fag it, it's going to Grand consortium. Although he called it, no, black people did it. Black people! I don't think I'm joking, I on this rant. I'll explain how black people, black Americans, were the ultimate sellouts. You know what I'm saying? The Republicans and other such parties, what? Maybe then black people sold out their party on uh, that rant
8: dark feelings towards the darkies is because they fucking perpetrate all the time. They're rude, they're obnoxious, they're criminal. Not all.
1: Man, I fucking right how. Black people were often assaults. And they'd How the fuck dare you? The Republican Party freed you and you voted for that fucking socialist, racist, FDR over the Republican. Black people in America sold out. That's what happened.
8: Morgan Freeman, Denzel Washington, 1,000 black dentists. Everyone outside of those people, including Jada Pinkett Smith, are racist, anti-white, cunty, and an ongoing headache based off the the content of their character and their behavior. Now, Mm -hmm. this is the point where most people would want to... Well, if you're my audience, you Mm -hmm. understand what I'm talking about. But the caveat usually has to be put out now, which is I'm not talking...
1: FDR Blacks voted for the racist Democrat over the party that freed them. That's when black people it says it's delivered. It does what? it says it's delivered? Do I gotta go get it? No, look at the thing, it says it's delivered. A half retarded or something? Yeah. Uh can you come here real quick? Yeah, I think. come here, you don't know what I'm saying, so come here. What a fucking job or anything, yeah, come on. Um, hello. Hi. Can you come here? What do you want? It says it's delivered. I told you it was. So you got it. No. No. So what happened? and the